Hello, my friends. It's um, September 23rd, and I'm on the third summary, and it's called The Remnant Force of God. So we're summarizing my podcasts up to now. And I left off after doing 60 of them in summary. So now I'm on the last leg of the total number of podcasts, which is a hundred and it's over a hundred. So throughout this time, we've had signs in our progress in this pandemic. Definite prophetic signs in the heavens and on earth. So, we begin at Father's Day, which is also the Abba Father, if you look at it spiritually. So, during that time, we were called to sow righteousness. To counteract the lawlessness that we were seeing upon the land. A repentance call to the Lord to heal our land. And the remnant, the people who follow God explicitly, that listen and hear from Him, His his, uh, called people. There's a percentage of believers that are in that realm. God has always worked through remnants. He did it with his people. There was always a remnant of Jewish people throughout the ages. Even though they were scattered, there were pockets of remnant believers, God's people, and he did that so that when he needed things to be done on this earth, he worked through that remnant, and then things would follow after that. So we we have come through the 90 days the 90-day period or season that we were called to pray, not to be swayed in this world with the deception that's going on, but to look to the Lord and believe in His truths. The revealing and exposing of truth is certainly continuing and coming forth at these times. So we've been asked to get positioned and prepare, be alert and watchful. The Lord battles for us. But we need to be in that battlefield with him in prayer 
and in our actions and how we speak. That's the warrior spirit that he has given us. We're preparing in our own selves and adhering to conditions for readiness. We're allowing his spirit to say who we are in him and for him to cover us. The labor pains will continue to increase. It has an ultimate end goal. In the physical, that's birth. In the spiritual, that's also birth into whatever the Lord will will be. So we can ride on the heights of the Lord's realm with him advancing within his spirit listening upon his sound frequencies. I went into a lot of aspects about the sound frequencies in the spiritual realm. We are the soundboard for the Lord Spirit. He works through us. We are the conduits of his power. He works his power through us. He could work his own power with whatever he wanted to do, and often he does. But he chooses to be in partnership with us. That's what he most wills. He wants that. We can have the sweet, sweet wind of the Spirit, which in our spiritual being is our identity within him. He wants a resting place upon us as headship. We are to be a ring of fire around us so that he can set his glory upon us and we can glow. There was a ring of fire around us in July it was a solar eclipse that came over Jerusalem. It was displayed before us, a sign in the heavens. Those signs are there for us, for, for us to act upon being his ring of fire upon the earth. While the enemy is in its deception playing out before us, we often hear, let's be all together now in this. The sound comes out from their camp. But God is asking for his body to work. go within our action to be that ring of fire for others. 
So the world, it tries to survive within its plan, but it's just the beginning towards God's final plan to rid evil in this world. That's his ultimate goal. We must realize that God's depth and height and width and length is much greater than ours. We can be restored. The word is our sword and always. No weapon formed against us shall prosper in Jesus' name. Evil will slay the wicked. It will turn on itself. They will bring themselves to their own ruin. That's in Psalms 12, 35. So choose to be the Lord's bridge, the natural to the supernatural. He gives all the oil that needs to be poured out. So we must ask, revive us, O Lord. Only the ones with the passion flute in their heart will hear and sound in return. The Lord planted seed for his believers in prayer when he was on the earth in John seventeen twenty. He play, prayed for the believers, present and future. That number, 1720, is very significant in, in the meaning of the numbers. Of course, the book of John prophetically says that it is the eagle's eyes in that book. He sees forth the prophetic things. Well, the number 17 means God's within it. And the number 20 means divine order. So prophetically, that book lets us see with eagle eyes that God's within it in his divine order. Jesus became flesh, the word made flesh, to complete God's plan and fullness. His father allowed him to sacrifice himself to make a better way, to defeat the devil. Jesus set the seed of the rhythm pulse of the Father's heart. So we need to blow our passion fl flute. We need to sound the trumpet. We've come to trumpets now. We need to sound that trumpet. And I've seen many people just use their hand and make that trumpet sound through their hand. 
You don't have to actually have an instrument. You are God's instrument. So we also see that the scales have tipped. That now Jesus and his justice must prevail. We see a shifting. And we also see the sifting process of the saints going on. For the Lord is coming back for a spotless bride. And even now we are beginning to gain the secrets and mysteries in his word. They're being revealed. They're being opened. So the barrier that holds us is still in place. The Lord is still here. here. He's still working. We also looked at the three levels of a believer. There's the beginning action to actually accept Jesus in your life. To say I do as a bride would do. That then there's an another stage that not many get through. Because there's a testing aspect through that stage. The chosen. But then there's the actual bride. The bride who endures and keeps habitation with the Lord. For the ongoing traction that's needed in life. When changes come. And when the Lord needs us, he calls forth his remnant. God does far more than what we ever could realize. And then he realize, reveals things. And it, that came through in the last part of my podcast. That we're spoken for, even before we know it. And the work that he does for greater purposes that only he knows at times, and then he reveals it later. That happened to me and my family. I become aware of how and why certain things had to be, and how I had to go through them, even not understanding and not knowing why. But he revealed it all. And his purposes are always to save someone. That he would even go for that one person. And that was my father. And my mother. He knew their hearts. They may have not displayed well or not done things well, but he knew their hearts. So the burden lifted right off of me. Why I didn't know why my father didn't respond to me. But I had a father in heaven who did.
The Lord puts the pieces together. Then you come to know what they are. It's all in his timing. I remember in childhood, we used to do puzzles over the holidays and we'd put out a table and it would be in the front room and all the puzzle pieces would be laid out and everyone would partake in working on this massive project and every once in a while you'd see somebody sitting there doing the puzzle and then they'd go off and another person would come and do the puzzle and we worked on it throughout the holidays and then it became a challenge to get through the last part of the completion of that puzzle who could put in the last piece so everyone tried to be the one that would finish it and for the last piece to go in so God wants us to to be with him in as much fervent fever as that to put the last piece in that goes into the puzzle well the Lord has his puzzle but he knows the completion and he knows the last trump the last call in defeating the evil so Our hearts has to be enthusiastic for the completion to put that last piece in. And we're in the season for that, the expectation season. We are his mouthpieces. We must be ready to put in our effort towards that last piece. We did mess things up along the way, just as his own people did in ancient times. There were two callings, and we only focused on one. So we never brought the other to completion. But now, the way is made clear that we could do that. We could put that piece in. And then it would be advancing upon the ground. So let's take God's notes and move forward as he does. We've not taken heed in what we celebrate. We've not considered our ways. But he's made place for that to be renewed. He's given us repentance. There's a spiritual tornado swirling around us in destruction upon the ground, upon this land. We can see it. Our structure is leaking both physically and spiritually. Just as though we see things on a map, it's all, all there. There's a spiritual map and the Bible frames it for us to understand. He reveals puddles we are in 
and he makes way for bigger ponds to connect to. We must loose our roar to balance the movement of God here on earth. We can be that tornado bride for God. There's always a counterpart with the enemy forces. You may see destruction at a tornado rate with the enemy, but we can counteract it in our own spiritual connection with the Lord. He has the power and he can work that power through us. We can influence family, friends, workplace, community, and the world. But we must realize the power and connect with it and take our placement. I remember coming to Oklahoma. I've been used to earthquakes. That was no problem. And I've been in hurricanes. But tornadoes, I didn't quite know. And I remember sitting one time in my living room, seeing a funnel start to form from the clouds off of my window in my area. And I prayed. I prayed that off to lift and dissipate. And it did. I didn't want a tornado coming down in our area. There were many times we'd be driving and I'd see the same thing and I'd just start praying. We can change the atmosphere by force in our praying. We can command those things to disappear. If one or two or more can do it, what would a thousand or ten thousand do? Or even more. The bride has to realize its power. It's it's given through Jesus. He gave it to his sonship. We're supposed to take on that power that he gives us in authority. So now we've come and we've seen the Abraham Accord Covenant come into place. It came on just before trumpets. So that we can see now it's setting up the many nations that come into agreement that are spoken in Daniel 9. The Daniel 9 prophecy where the Antichrist confirms that agreement. There seems to be a changing of the guard in process. Even you see the old guard like Supreme Court Justice Ruth Ginsburg is gone. And many others now from the old guard. God's word says he is over everything that dwells in this earth. So we must ask ourselves, is it right to step over what God's word says 
to have your rights to do as you please? That's a good question. A lot more has to be done in ensuring proper stewardship in this area. Is it about our rights or is it about God's word? God's word gives us rights, certainly. And he set up this nation under those rights of liberty and freedom. So now we see a stepping over that line by many who say they want to take them away. We're definitely in a defining time. There are many things that have gone imbalanced. So we need to consider everything and bring it up before our Creator. We're in a new season, an expectant season, the Feast of Trumpets, a call for His return. It's also a call to lift up our heads and be the gate in which God can use us in in these uncertain times. Trumpets in the Fall Feast are a time of expectation. They are appointed times and we're to be alert, watchful, and ready. It's the circle of God's holidays on His calendar. And His calendar will come to a completion. We are all in the process of completing the final segment of his plan in salvation. The invitation has gone out. He is still creating. Souls are still coming into the kingdom. So we now just need to take our belief into action to know the process to proceed on our way forward. The atmosphere was seeded for good. We can still sow his righteousness and take death to life in these defining times we are in. Revelation came again During in this last part of my podcast, they brought out the fact that we can pray the Psalms in unity with, with the Jewish nation during their Sabbath. It was revealed that with we, with with our ability to have the spirit that he gave us as Gentiles and their truth, their truth keepers of the word, we can bring all that together and come in union just by the scriptures. And I gave those six scriptures that they pray. And they prayed on Friday night to Saturday night.
what could happen if we all decided to do that, to take some time to be in unity with the truth. The power that would come from even that. So that was the second revelation that came off of these podcasts. That not only is he sovereign for your family, he is sovereign for his people. But there's good news that has come even further. Even from doing these summaries. There was a prophetic service done on July I'm sorry, on September 21st, 2020. And it's also by a man who is a very prophetic man. Dutch Sheets. And he did another video. And it was amazing because, you know, here we are. We don't know what God's going to do. We don't know what length he's going to go to or what we're going to face or anything but we're still remaining hopeful that everything will turn out, turn around. But to what extent we'll have to go through to see all that, we don't know. We just have to trust. But he always works through his prophets. And he works through seasons and times. And he works through dreams and visions. So, Mr. Sheets put through a couple of dreams that came to him. And in this video, it really showed the correlation. And one was in 2018, a dream that he was at a conference in D.C., at a Trump hotel and it was called the turnaround conference and he was given a dream and he saw a shift starting to happen a spiritual shift and then the dream was given to him that he saw a mighty angel, a courier angel, and they saw this angel walk into the Capitol, to the Capitol doors where the presidents enter into the house, as a president would go in to do the State of the Union, and he followed this angel and saw that he had a scroll and everyone was packed into the house. And the doors opened and the angels opened the scroll. And all the lawmakers were there. And the angel announced, All rise. Some stood and some did not. Then the scroll was opened and declared 
the verdict has been determined. America shall be saved. And the people in the house, the ones that were standing, fell to their knees in thanksgiving. And the ones who sat fell to their knees crying in repentance. So that was his dream in 2018 that came forth. And then he was um, given another dream by a woman. And he put the two together. And they really paint the same picture. And he says that these declarations from the Spirit aren't are not automatic, but they're they're there for us to take and process through us to take action. We must stay the course. The remnant determines how others will react. The remnant has to stay determined and stay the course and pray and declare this as well. Because it's already been set forth in the spirit. Now it has to manifest down into the physical. Like I said before, remnants are always the way that God uses. The ones who focus and intercede and stay with the Lord. He works through them in his movement. So we must stay the course and finish and watch God work. This ecclesia, he says, the remnant, is the legislative government arm of God's kingdom on earth. So we see a legislative body in the physical in our government that's supposed to work. But it doesn't. They're always fighting. They're always having problems in disagreements. And they're always trying to leverage things that often does not feel like they're working for the people. In contrast, you have the ecclesia of God's government. These are mature Christians, believers of understanding and they warrior in the spirit realm. They move in prayer, in decrees, in authority. They, they know the keys of the kingdom. So he was explaining that God's words are seeds. 
So when we speak God's word, we are seeding the atmosphere when we speak his word. That's why he puts so much emphasis on how we speak. If we speak negatively, then we're seeding negativity. If we speak moving forward and his word, then we're seeding that into the atmosphere. Just as he said in Genesis, let there be, and it was. He spoke it out into the atmosphere to create. In the Hebrew root of let it be, and it was, the root words are two, Yah and Way. This completes his name, Yahweh. So actually he was speaking his name to create things. His authority by his name. Well, what do his believers have? They have the authority in his name to create things in the atmosphere. We can create his will in earth. It's a multiplying power. It's a multiplying power. So if you add more and more believers to the same power, you're creating God's will on earth. So we have a prayer that he's given us. The Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So just in those aspects, we are saying, let there be Yahweh. Let his name and authority come on earth as it is in heaven. So he brought that out and I thought, wow. Another key, another key to the kingdom of understanding our placement and power and position. The Hebrew root that I mentioned before in the first summary, it's ase. And I, I didn't know if I had it right then, but it is called ase. It means to create in Hebrew. To create with it. And there's many scriptures in the Bible that correlate to the fact that you're saying create it. It may not be in our English Bibles. But when it's translated from the Hebrew. So the prophets knew this factor in the word they knew that they could create things with God's word the Bible wasn't even in an existence then but they knew of this power the power in the words of your mouth Joel the book of Joel speaks of this Numbers speaks of this Isaiah speaks of this. It's 
to create and accomplish So God, through the words of any person that would follow God and use his words, I put into them a creative power to release it. All of it has to be lined up with the will of God. But his will is his word. So everybody's saying, I, w I wish I knew the will of God. I want, oh, I want to know what will of God is for me. His word is his will. That you would use his word and complete the power that it gives you for bringing heaven on earth. It's, a, it's an amazing journey when you start to do things for God because then he reveals. And we're at this point and we now are hearing what we've needed to hear all along. And maybe that's been the process of Lord. We've now come to the time that we have been given keys that we didn't see before or didn't realize and haven't taken part in. But it was all there. Somebody just needed to say it. And all of this comes along with my podcasts. These podcasts have been the will of God. He commanded them for his kingdom for me to do it. And I said, yes. So we'll see the breakthrough if enough people get this. We're only a mess because the people are a mess. He assigned this earth to the sons of Adam. And he wants his sonship to mature. For him to have his headship upon his sons. So I would say, awaken. Awaken people. He's given us an assignment with all the power and authority to defeat what we're seeing today. What we're not wanting, but don't know how. And he's given us a way. Dutch seat does a lot of things in prayer and understanding and in the prophetic 
so I'd encourage you to watch that video. It just gives another level. And we have teachers that will give the next level that we need to be at. It's been spoken. Now we just have to take it and bring it down into manifestation by knowing our position and what we're to do. And we can do it in the spirit realm by prayer. I pray that this has helped you. It's gone on for way too long, but I felt it was needed because it's a conclusion. It gives a conclusion off of what the Lord has already given me through these podcasts, through these seasons and times. And now we're starting a new season. So I pray that you will take this to heart and take it within your own prayer and utilize it as a believer. He's giving us the pieces. Now we need to put it all together. We need to be willing with expectations to put in that last piece. God bless.